following podcast is scheduled for one fall. First coming into the ring, Jose Sorazano. Our next host, Jermaine Meredith. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. My name is Jose Solarzano. And my name is Jermaine Meredith. And this is Smart Down Boulevard, episode 99. The Great Ones number, Jermaine. Episode 99. Oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Listen. We made it. We made it, man. And you know what? Yes. Let's discuss the elephant in the room. We did not do a show last week because you know what? Life, work, and power outages pretty much is what did not allow us <laughs> to do an episode <laughs> last week. But listen, we're back. Episode 99 right now as we speak. And next week, Jermaine, is the episode we've been working towards for over a year and a half, almost two years now. This Markdown Boulevard is a pandemic baby. It rose out of the pandemic, and now it's almost two years old, and we're at episode 100 next week. And boy, do we have a stack show next week, Jermaine. We really do. This might be probably our longest show ever next week because we have a lot going on on our 100th episode. More on that a little bit later on today's show. But we're going to start today's show with something that I've wanted for so long, Jermaine, (laughs) and it looks like it happened, but I just don't want to be worked by this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, Jermaine, you're going to hear something in the background. When I first heard this, <laughs> this is the first thing that came to mind. And, boy, was I singing this. Hey, goodbye. That's right. I never loved you, boy. I never did. We're talking about Cody Rhodes leaving AEW and Brandy alongside with him, of course. Jermaine, my gosh, what are your thoughts on this before I give my thoughts on this? First thoughts come to mind is we won't miss you. (laughs) AEW has nothing to fear and they'll be just fine without him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that he's gone because that just goes to show you that he was really upset that the fans weren't taking to his baby face crap. Mm-hmm. He even said, Oh, I'm not going to turn heel. He just wanted people to love him. And he's just so full of himself that he couldn't read the, the people. So, yeah, I mean, that definitely, that definitely has something to do with it, man. There's so many things coming out of the dirt sheets and like, you know, Ross Sapp says this, you know, if, uh, all these reporters online say this and that, that they have the scoop as to why he left. There's so many rumors, right? But let, let's start from the beginning, Jermaine, because I believe it was, I think it was on Tuesday, right? I believe it was this past Tuesday. First, I saw Tony Khan's statement, right? Yeah. And it says this, it says, Cody and Brandy Rhodes were integral to the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for community outreach helped AEW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed too far too long. Something new, innovative, 
and lasting. All right, sure. Brandy helped us shape the AEW story, and I appreciate how hard she fought for us both in the ring and out of the ring, competing in the women's division while advancing our efforts at inclusion and civic causes, including great partnerships with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy, and I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. Tony Khan, CEO, President, General Manager, and Head of Creative, All Elite Wrestling. That seems pretty legit, don't you think? It does, yeah. It does. Why would they make that up? Exactly. And then... For a storyline. Well, see, now... I read that and I said, hmm. Then that song came to mind, right? And I started singing it. And I'm like, wait, it ain't it ain't official until Cody or Brandy say something about it because you know they want to say something, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you look at Cody's, this guy wrote a freaking essay. He might as well put in a bibliography at the end of it. Yeah. Because he said so much. I'm not even going to read it. Because... Um, We'll be here all day. This man thanked everybody, this and that. Of course, like, it went on forever because that's just Cody. And then, But I want to say this. He ends it with, thank you, fans. Y'all did the work. Let's live forever. Fine. Then Brandy, obviously, has to say her own thing. And hers was just very, like, you know, very straight to the point and, you know, thanking people. Same thing. But definitely, like, half of what Cody said. Now, after this happens, people are just like, wait, is this guy working us? Is this like a long-term angle? Like, is this what they're willing to do? And then after there's reports that Cody Rhodes is talking to WWE, which let's tackle that first, Jermaine. Why the hell would WWE want to sign Cody Rhodes? You tell me. Why would they want Cody Rhodes? You know what? I don't know. I, I don't. They don't need this guy. They really don't. They don't. He would just be in the mid card. I don't see him challenging Again. Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. I don't see him as a threat to those guys. I can see him going for another Intercontinental title run. <laughs> Bro, you're or being US nice. Title, but that's it. Let's talk about this. This be real. I, if I were booking WWE and they said Cody Rhodes has to be in here, this man would be clearly in the twenty four seven championship title picture. <laughs> Easy, easy. He'd like chasing Reginald around. He'd be chasing Reginald and Dana Brooke, who's the survivor of the Squid Games of the WWE releases, to be fair. Yeah. So that's what he would be doing in my books. Um, the only reason why I would think, this is me thinking outside the box, would be just to say that they got this AEW guy back to WWE. Like, it would yeah. be a talking point. But it would only be a talking point for, like, the first week or two weeks. After that, he's just going to be regulated to back being a mid-card, lower mid-card, like he was with Stardust and uh, dashing Cody Rhodes and all that stuff. Like, there's no way yeah. this man can be your WWE champion or your Universal nope. champion. Let's be real. Like, come on. It's just not happening. Um, then, okay, fine. They said that. Then that was squashed. So first they said this was a storyline. Then they said he was actively talking to WWE to come back. And then the next one, are the last thing we've been hearing now, are reports that the reason as to why he left AEW, and these seem more fair and more concrete to me, and that is there's different there's different reasons. There's three reasons here, and let's, let's tackle Did each Did Punk reason. run him out? What's that? <laughs> Did Punk run him out? Well, okay, let's, let's start with that. 
there's new top tier talent in AEW that has now made Cody a mid Carter once again, exactly where he belongs. And that's something wow. we've been discussing here for the longest time. And that's something that he didn't want. But because of the way Tony Khan is hiring and the way he's using his power, and now Tony Khan is the sole booker and the sole head of creation, uh, cr- uh, creative and everything, Cody Rose doesn't have that much power anymore. And that's really? obviously something that Cody doesn't like. Let's, let's, let's be real here. So, yeah. like we've said, Jermaine, we haven't seen Omega. We haven't seen the Bucks the that much. Boys. The Harley Boys, exactly. We and Cody. Was, yeah, they're not needed. They're really they not. They're not missed. No. We don't need to see them. We don't. AEW is just fine without them. Exactly. That was one reason. Number two is that he wanted to negotiate a new contract with more power, more money, and probably that came alongside with Brandy as well. And guess what? Tony Khan wasn't probably having it. Yeah. So. What option does he have but to leave? And lastly, and this is dealing with Brandy, like I've always said to you, Jermaine, and to everybody on this show who listens, I love Brandy Rhodes. She is a beautiful woman with beautiful green eyes. I will admit that. The lady does not have any reason to be in the ring. She does not. I'm sorry, but it's just she's not a great wrestler. It just will never come. And it's just it's just a waste. And people were starting to say that, right? And they were really going after her. And that also translated to how the locker room treated her. And they didn't respect her. They didn't like her. They didn't like Cody as yeah. well. They had a bad reputation in the back. And even Co- and even Brandy, not even doing a great job as whatever she was, the head of like. What was she? I don't even know what her title was. Wasn't she a chief branding officer? Or chief something like branding that? officer. Yes. Like who knows? Aside from having inclusivity for, you know, uh, human beings who, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the correct term, and I don't want to sound ignorant here, but pretty much like having special needs uh, fans come to the show and partake in it. Like she was very vocal and very um, forthcoming about making it inclusive for them, which was great. But aside from that, what else has she brought aside from heels in AEW, that whole thing with the women's division, it just didn't work out. It's just, it sucked. It was criticized. She was with awesome Kong a bit in the beginning, right? Yeah. Like it's just everything she, she did. Heel and then, yeah. Like everything kind of just fell off. Everything just she did it never it never hit it never stuck right and um, this translated to how she was viewed in the back and she just wasn't an asset for AW in the long run and it showed right so this is where we're at now but the main question Jermaine is is this still all a work? And the and the reason why people are saying that it's a work is because Cody has major contracts. With TBS and TNT, with like that reality show and with the Go Big Go Home show. So he has ties with that network. So I don't see him going directly to WWE when he has ties to those networks right away. It just wouldn't make sense business wise. But is he going to go back to Japan? Is he going to do independence? He's eventually going to make his way back to AEW. That's for sure. Uh, But are we being worked here? I don't like, am I celebrating too early? I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) Because why would a company go all out for such a mid-carder guy to make such big news and all this show just for Cody? Like, and if it is a work, I, I won't like him even more. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show how conceited he is and 
how much of of a, of a narcissist this guy is. Yeah. Well, we we knew that Just already. to get people talking about him. Yeah, Absolutely. we knew that. There there was another report that I read, and this was to me it seemed kind of far fetched, but this is almost like fantasy booking almost, and we know how we love fantasy booking here on the boulevard. Yeah. But one of it was that it is a work. He's going to go away for a little bit, make some noise in the independence, work his way back to AEW, and just debut or reappear in AEW again as the top heel with a faction around him. And two or three members of that faction are going to be big, heavy-hitting free agents that possibly are going to be coming from WWE. That's what I heard. That's one of the things I heard. But even that, it's just like, why put so much uh, effort and emphasis on Cody? Like, why him? Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, he's not in my top 2,000. <laughs> like, he, like, he went from my top 1,001 to my top 2,001 now. Like, uh, yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. Like, I guarantee you, the time he's away from AEW, no one's going to miss him. He's not going to get a big reaction when he comes back or if no. he does decide to come back. Like, no, no, it's not going to happen. No, man. This guy is a mid-carter. Sorry. For life. Low mid-carter for life. That's right. I just, I don't understand. But the main point here is what I'm trying to say, Jermaine, is that... If it is a work, I don't want to be worked. I want to be smart Not to this. Not by this guy. Not by this guy. <laughs> Not by this sack of feces that is Cody Rhodes. So, I still, like still in my head, Jermaine, are sweet thoughts and sweet lullabies, <laughs> you know, of this song. Because every time I think of Cody Rhodes and Brandy leaving... I hear this. It's a beautiful song. It is. It's a beautiful song. It really is. Um, well, um, I like to wish a good riddance to Cody and Brandy, um, whether I am being worked or not. It is what it is. You know what I mean? That's right. Good riddance. You've been turfed. You haven't been signed again. And uh, good luck. Good luck with whatever you do, man. Just uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, pal. Goodbye. And that, tat- and that tattoo of yours, too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, if he does show up in WWE, I hope Vince says, get rid of that tattoo, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you need 10 sessions of laser removal. <laughs> yeah. That thing's ridiculous, man. When he's old, that thing's just going to sag, and it's going to look like just a stain of paint. Horrible. What a horrible place. It's such a bright thing, too. Just horrible. Like, whatever happened to putting something on your arm if you're going to get a tattoo? Like, why on the neck like that? The cereal box tattoo on his neck. Come on. (laughs) Yo, I I put cereal box tattoos on my arms that look way better than that crap that he has on his neck. Exactly. Oh my god! Cereal. <laughs> That's what it looks like. So true. And there's one thing that we can agree on is, you know, this is a nice segue. Uh, one guy that has great tattoos all over himself is Jeff Hardy, and um, right. I know that somebody that you've been following closely there, Jermaine. Right? Here and there, yes, I have been. Yeah, and. Yeah, he's been making the rounds. I know we touched on it briefly a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, some more information has come out about what transpired with his release. So apparently due to WWE, well, the reason why WWE released him was they said that he had a bad night and he had erratic behavior. <laughs> and it was because he walked out out of a house show into the crowd and he just left the match before the bell rang. Mm-hmm. But apparently, listening to Matt Hardy speak on the situation, he was having some family trouble and he didn't sleep well. And I think someone in his wife's family died. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was up all night. He, he didn't get a good sleep. And he also had a long drive, I think over three hour drive to get to where they were working that day. And he got in early in the morning. And I guess he was just fed up. And after his spot was done in the match, he just hopped the barricade, took a few pictures with fans, and then just left. And WWE wanted him to go to rehab, and he told them no. And it led to him having a drug test, and then they released him. But we already know all of that stuff that happened about the about him being released. But it turns out that the drug test came back, and he, in fact, was clean. So <laughs> WWE has offered to put him in the Hall of Fame, top ballot Hall of Fame, and want him to return to the company. And Jeff Hardy just said, nope, you guys won't be seeing me. So somebody in WWE does not know how to handle their talent, whether it's the producers or the road agents or whoever's in charge of talent relations, they really screwed this over. How could you make a guy like Jeff Hardy just walk away. And it just really shows where the company is at right now. They don't care about any of their superstars. Well, they, they care about some, but majority of them, they don't care about. What's what's that saying that goes, when you assume you make an ass out of yourself and me? And this is exactly that, Jermaine. WWE assumed he was on drugs because he was displaying this behavior. Instead of talking to him or... Yeah, like a normal human being. Drug testing him properly and waiting for those drug results to come back. They just assumed he was back on drugs? Yeah. Like, do you not trust your talent? Do you... Who is vetting all this stuff? Like, way to jump the gun. Like, I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy could soothe their asses on this. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, let's let's be real here. Yeah, because they publicly embarrassed him. Yes. And released all this information about him without hearing his side of the story. Yeah. So all of us were thinking, oh, man, this guy's back on drugs. It was sad to think, too. Like, remember when when we heard about it, we're just like, you know, Jeff Hardy gets all the help. Like, you send out all this, like, information, this bad information. You you can really tarnish someone's name and their reputation. Yeah. Poor guy, man. Like, he, if I was him, I wouldn't want to be in in the spotlight right now because all these fans probably think that I was wasted and Mm -hmm. I've already embarrassed myself many times in my life. Yeah. And who can forget? 
the TNA pay-per-view victory road, right? Oh, my gosh. Where that was, like, rock bottom. That was literally rock bottom. Yeah, yeah it was. This comes out now, and now all the fans are probably, well, some of the fans have probably lost hope in this guy. Mm-hmm. You've just tarnished his name, and now you want him to come back and do a Hall of Fame? No, screw you. Yeah. You didn't have my back. No. You didn't have my back. You didn't you didn't believe me. You jumped the gun. You know, I was telling you I didn't need rehab because guess what? I, I'm not on drugs. I don't need rehab. I've gotten better. I've yeah. he's put up with all their stupid storylines where like he got into a crash and he like crashed into what? Seamus was it? And they made him like <laughs> they made him do a piss test on, on live TV and they really played with like real life elements and they incorporated it in their storylines, which is something that WWE always has despicably done all the time. Um, oh, and they, they had him chasing the 24-7 title. They had him chasing the 24-7 title, yeah. And then they had – didn't he have, like, a bar fight with Sheamus too or something? Like, it, it's just – he's put up with so much. He showed that he can yeah. be professional in these situations. And, yeah, he had a bad night. Yo, this guy is traveling three hours, man. Who better in the WWE to know their schedule? Like, it's a tough – Yeah. It's tough. Of course he had, he, he had Raw a Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, whatever it is. Go over to the next city. Yeah. To, to make the show. Yeah. And then you get there early in the morning after driving all night pretty much mm-hmm. for three hours. And then you expect to go out there and do do the same thing again. And plus you didn't have that much sleep and you're going through personal stuff. Yeah. Nah man. Yeah. I mean you gotta have a better procedure than this. Well somebody like, needs to get fired over here. <laughs> well, yeah, they get they need to be Mark Caronod. But yeah. they think about this, like and this, this, you know, this has happened to us too. We used to work at a place where they didn't look at us as human beings. They looked at us <laughs> as just working machines and robots, right? Um, they didn't take our personal lives. They didn't take our lives in, 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 into consideration. They just wanted us to show up and do the job and shut up, right? Yeah. Um, and yep. it seems like WWE is practicing those same standards, which are not standards at all, man. They're they're horrible standards that they that they they should not be meeting. Um, these are yeah. human beings who you know, give their life. They put their life on the line, their bodies, their 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 futures on the line for a company, right? You for have to, our entertainment. For our entertainment, we as fans respect even some fans. I mean, the smart code of conduct. Some fans are just suck. Let's be honest. But yeah. I like to think the majority of us do appreciate it. Like, like when I met Mick Foley, the first thing I said to the man before I shook his hand is, "Thank you for everything you've done to yourself for my entertainment." And he looked at me dead in the eye and said, "Thank you." And it was as genuine as can be, you know. Yeah. And that's how most fans feel about wrestlers. But WWE, I feel, you know, as soon as they can get rid of them, as soon as they can save themselves, whatever the contract is, they will do it. They will turf their superstars. And Jeff Hardy is a superstar. He's a legend at this point, man. This is, he yeah. is. WWE champion. Yes. And a fan favorite. He's been loved ever since he's gone on the scene. And people still watch when he was a jobber in the early 90s, man. Like yep. he's beloved. He everyone loves Jeff Hardy. I mean, he's the coolest guy out there to do it to take those high risks, right? So exactly. WB just dropped the ball completely. And yo, kudos to Jeff Hardy if he hasn't sued them. He's a better guy than I am. I would have sued them for everything they got, man. Honestly, like there has to be some yeah. way he can he can you get some money from that. Mm-hmm. Defamation. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know, early dismissal from... Con- I don't know. There has to be something there uh, that he can get yeah. them on. Um, but 
you know, kudos on oh, Jeff. Definitely. Yeah. Like kudos on Jeff for not accepting their little, it's almost like a bribe or like, Hey man, we're going to give you the hall of fame, even though you weren't really planned exactly. to be this year. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment back. You know, it's just, it's just not, it's not right. WWE is despicable no. at times, man. Like their business practices just suck. Just yeah. suck. Um, and, and I like how Matt Hardy is defending his brother. And saying all these yeah. things. We haven't heard much from Jeff. I mean, I know Jeff has done his concerts, his appearances, and I'm sure fans have talked to him about it or asked him about it, but um, he's probably waiting. Maybe he, there's some statutes of limitation or yes, something like that. I think he's being safe and covering his tracks. So this is one thing about Matt saying yeah. it, but if he says it, it's gonna be it could work against him. So I think he's being smart about this one hundred percent. Yeah. And yo, I'm behind Jeff Hardy one hundred percent. I finally got my first Jeff Hardy figure, thanks to you, man. And um, he's a legend. He is. Eventually, I think he will be in the Hall of Fame, but I think he wants to go in with his brother. And right now, obviously, it's not it's not the not the case because Matt is in AEW. But I think maybe later on in the future, they will probably definitely be in the Hall of Fame together when all this dust settles. If it ever does, you never know. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he goes somewhere where he can be happy and yeah. perform without any naysayers or anyone trying to belittle him or think the worst of him. And he'll be okay with Matt around. So hopefully he's in a place where him and Matt can work together again. Yeah, 100%. And they, and they are. They definitely are going to be working soon. Um, the, the only thing that kind of <laughs> frustrates me about him working now in the independence is that he's going to be wrestling with like no names, like coming up, he's going to be teaming up with his brother, the Hardy boys, uh, I think March 13th for big time wrestling. Um, they're going to be facing Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, which I guess, oh, gosh. I guess it is what it is. And then they're going to be teaming up again for MCW, uh, taking on OGK with Maria Canellius. So I, be- I believe OGK is, oh, man, I forgot their names. This is how irrelevant they are. But anyway, like they're facing all these guys who are just not like top tier talent, but maybe they can have fun matches in the Indies and not have to worry about all that, you know, BS that WWE puts them through. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. All the best to Jeff Hardy and kudos for him for, you know, putting himself first and doing what's right for him, not succumbing to the pressure of the WWE. Yeah, man. He didn't have to take anything that they're saying. And again, it's like they didn't believe him. Now they got the results. Okay, we're sorry. Come back now. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You screwed up. You should have talked to me first. Mm-hmm. But no. Should have waited. Should have waited for those tox- the, the drug test. Come on. Yeah. You're stupid. It's like, you know, just being stupid on purpose. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. All right, Jermaine, let's get the show moving here, man. Honestly, there's still, we got to make some announcements for next week for episode 100. Um, coming up on the show. And then we're going to give you a preview of Elimination Chamber, which takes place this Saturday. That's right, this Saturday at noon because they're back in Saudi Arabia. We'll give you a preview of that stacked 
card, and I mean stacked, not because it looks good, but because uh, there's a lot of matches happening. It, it, this is like a mini WrestleMania before WrestleMania this year, and you'll see why when we do our preview. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back on the 99th episode of The Boulevard. Attention Smarks, calling all Smarks. We want to talk to you about our friends over at Anchor. Many of you are listening to us on Anchor already, but if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. It's free? Yes, free. And after hearing what Anchor can do for you, you still won't believe that it's free. All right, I'm listening. Continue. So on Anchor, you can use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more audio streaming platforms. And did we mention that it is all free? All free. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you ever thought about starting your own podcast, now is the time to do it and use Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the boulevard. Welcome back to Smartdown Boulevard. All right, Jermaine, before we do the Elimination Chamber preview, it's remember, it's not a pay-per-view anymore. It's the premium live event. Premium live oh, oh event. Premium live event. P-L-E. Not P-P-V-P-L-E. All right, moving on. Episode 100 is just a week away, Jermaine, and we've been waiting for this episode for the longest time. We never thought we could make it here, but we did. Mama, I made it, and I hope you're proud. All right. Episode 100 will consist of the following. Our main event will be the defining, the be and all of all trivia's we're bringing back Smart Jeopardy, and my friend, this is it, because we're doing this in person. You versus Dizon, the final chapter. This will be definitive. Whoever wins this gets bragging rights, and the other one has to shut the hell up no matter what happens, because... There ain't going to be no mistakes done. There ain't going to be no technical difficulties. No one's going to be possibly on their computer or their girlfriend's helping them type up the answers. Nope. <laughs> no siree. <laughs> Any conspiracy theory out there is thrown out the window because I will be in the room as your host master for Smart Jeopardy, and I'll be You'll watching. Be my witness. Yes. And we're going to have intern Mel here as well as a witness. So believe me. It's going to be a okay. stacked episode 100. No mistakes are going to be made here. There will be a definitive Smart Jeopardy champion, and I am excited for this, Jermaine. I am so excited, and it's going to be fair as always. You have no idea what the questions are. Um, believe me, my integrity means a lot to me, and Dizon, I know you're listening. Jermaine does not know anything. Does not know anything. So this is all me. I'm inputting. I wrote every single question and I input every question. I know all the answers. I've done my research. This is the definitive smart Jeopardy, Jermaine. Are you ready? Because I know Dizon's ready, but are you ready? Yo, I I can't tell you how ready I am. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm more than ready. You could do it today. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm tired of people. Like I already heard some. I already had somebody come up to me or at dinner mention that I lost to this this boy and I'm not having it. 
I'm going to put all the naysayers to bed. No more technical difficulties. Nowhere for a design to hide. He better say his prayers, eat his vitamins, <laughs> get good rest. Because episode 100. Going down. I'm going to bring a box of tissues for him so he can wipe his eyes because it's not going to be pretty. Hey, man, I'm here for whatever the outcome is, and I can't wait. And that's not all for the episode 100, Jermaine. It's not all. We are going to bring back Bamal Patel, also known as Bollywood Bimal. He'll be joining us like old times, if you guys remember him from episodes one to six. He joined us. He was one of the original uh, key founding members here of Smartdown Boulevard, and he will be joining us That's for right. a segment. And I'm looking forward to that because it's going to be just like old times. It's definitely going to bring us back to, you know, the the early days of the Smartdown Boulevard. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I already mentioned intern Mel will be in the house um, if she obviously, you know, if she, she can make it here. You know what I mean? But uh, if not, we are going to check in with intern Mel. We're going to break kayfabe a little bit and just give the inner workings of Smartdown Boulevard. We're going to check in with Michelle. We haven't heard of Michelle from a while. Uh, you and I, we're going to just sit down and reminisce about, man, all the 99 episodes that we've done. Talk about some of our favorites, some of the best episodes, and, and just kind of, you know, open the curtains up a little bit and let the smart fans out there uh, into our thought process and into um, why we do the show, really, Jermaine. And we're going to talk about what's next. I mean, do we have, I don't know, something up our sleeves for the future? Are we going to change a format? What are our goals? I mean, all that will be discussed on next week's episode 100 of Smart Down Boulevard. It's a monumental show, my friend, and I'm excited. I can't wait to do all this stuff. And, um, yeah, episode 100, Jermaine. Can you believe it, my friend? Episode 100. What do they call it? The, uh, that what they call it but yeah it's a big milestone it is definitely it's a milestone i can't wait to finally put the final nail in that boy's coffin <laughs> here's my question to you though before we move we move on to the elimination chamber preview to end things off on the 99th episode um if you now knock on wood if you suffer Another loss. Do you do I have your word that you will take it on the chin and you will leave it alone? There won't be no BS excuse anymore. Like this is it. Are you trying to imply that everything I've said was BS before? No, my friend. I'm just saying. I thought you're on my side. I, I, listen, listen, I gotta. St- I gotta. Listen. St- listen <laughs> look. Some chance. Some fluke. That I lose, you will never hear me say anything about any excuse as to why I lost or anything, and and that's final. I can live with it. Move on. This isn't my life. I okay. got other things to do. Okay. So I take your word for it. All right. I can't wait till next all week. Right. I really can't. no rematch. No rematch. No rematch clause. This is I it. Refuse. Yeah. This is it. Definitive Smart Jeopardy. And I'm excited. Just to let you in on a preview on Smart Jeopardy, I have, you know, I wrote all the questions and everything. I just got to input it, input it on the system and test it. And um, 
you know, this this ain't going to be a cakewalk. This is uh, this is going to be definitive, man. The questions here are not that easy. I mean, the thousand dollar questions and the five hundred dollar questions are actually pretty challenging. So, this is really going to put your wrestling trivia, um, to the test. So, no BS. I said it before. I'll say it again. I can't wait till episode one hundred of the boulevard all right jermaine neither can i that's next week but tomorrow on saturday that's right saturday february 19th 2022 wwe brings you elimination chamber from Jeddah, saudi arabia at the Jeddah superdome another 60 million dollar pay-per-view for wwe of course in saudi they're probably arabia. there already yeah? oh they're definitely there yeah they're, they're definitely there living it up they're living it up playing soccer in the stadium and doing it up you know having lunch and dinner with the prince Hopefully Brock Lesnar doesn't body some prince through a table. Oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> Give him the wee man treatment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The prince will probably just get up and slash him in the head. Anyway, so let's... <laughs> it's kind of dark. It's kind of dark. Um, oh, let's move on. Okay, let's talk about the, paper, oh, the pay-per-view. The premium live event, Jermaine. Premium live event. We've got to get used to that. It's not pay-per-view anymore. It's premium live event. Yeah. yeah. There are in their weird talking points. Yeah. You got to say this. You got to say it, pal. You got to say it, damn it. It's good shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have eight matches on the card. Like, this is a mini wrestle, like pre WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Um, Let's go down the card. Let's go from number eight to number one because I believe it's in. Actually, it's all over the place here, but let's see. First up, we have Rey Mysterio with Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz with Maurice in a singles match. Okay. Um, do we have to say anything about that? Uh, I don't know. I guess not. Um, next up, Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville in a tag team match. Who do you got here? You got to have Ronda Rousey, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Why would they make her look weak? She's not losing. Unless it's like a unless shenanigans or it's a schmoz, as Bret Hart would say. <laughs> yeah. Four things end up in a schmoz. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we have the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 38. Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and Alexa Bliss as the last surprise uh, six competitor for the match. Who do you got here, man? Who do you think is going to face Becky at WrestleMania? That's a tough one. There's at least two people that I think deserve it. And it's for sure Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. I would even book a three-way match at WrestleMania, but Uh, I don't like three-way matches for, like, big titles like that. Yeah. So I got to go with the draw, the money, and Mm. that's Bianca Belair, the EST. Yeah, I mean, she is going to be entering last in the chamber for sure. 
or she'll be released into the chamber last, I should say. My, I don't know. I really enjoyed Rhea Ripley's performance this past Monday on Raw. She took on all these people. Like she was, she lasted, I think, thirty six minutes in that gauntlet match, and it was a good. She did sh- her finish on uh, Dewdrop. Yeah, man. Like she had a Crazy. good showing. So I think maybe they need to capitalize on that. I wouldn't be mad if it was Rhea Ripley and kind of like redo. You know her appearance at WrestleMania because last time at WrestleMania last year it was kind of it was kind of lackluster. You know it wasn't what we all thought it was going to be. Yeah, but um, you know either way, Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair, um, I'd be happy with that. But we'll see. Next up, a match I have no care or interest about. It's a false count <laughs> anywhere match. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. Moving on. Are you serious? Yeah, moving on. Singles match for the WWE Universal <laughs> Championship. This one, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Who do you oh got? Boy. I mean, I got to say Roman Reigns. I think Goldberg is going to just pass the torch on to Roman Reigns at this point, really. Yeah, man. Ro- Goldberg's not beating Roman Reigns. No, no way. No, no, no. I think Goldberg is there to collect $3 million and go home. Yeah. On the, he's there just because of the Saudi prince. He's there for the cash. The cash. That's right. Next up, tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos versus the Viking Raiders. Usos retain. Let's move on. Uh, singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Lita. I feel like this could be a show stealer because Lita can still go. Yeah, man. She can still go. She can just still do her swantons mm-hmm. and everything. It's going to be good. I think. I think this could be like... This could be the match that steals the show for sure at this premium yeah. live event. Okay. Are you on WWE's payroll now, man? Premium live event. And what I believe should be the main event because, I mean, there's so much hype around this. And it's almost like I want to quote Paul Heyman here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. But uh, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, we have Bobby Lashley taking on Brock Taking on Seth Rollins, sorry, Seth freaking Rollins, taking on Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles, a phenomenal one. I think it's kind of written in the books, Jermaine, that it's going to be champion versus champion at WrestleMania. But it's going to be sad yeah. to see Bobby Lashley just have such a short reign as WWE champion again. Hopefully he wins in the Andre the Giant Memorial Tournament or do a Battle Royal. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> such a downgrade. Oh, my God. I know. But oh, I can no. see them doing that. Can yeah. you? All right, Bobby, we got nothing for you, pal. <sighs> so sad. It's just so sad. I heard it was supposed to be Shane McMahon winning the uh, elimination chamber. <laughs> Shane McMahon is smoking some oh, really good ganja that he found somewhere because <laughs> this guy is out of his mind. Wow. Yeah, he's supposed to be the main event at WrestleMania and qualify the titles. This he guy, would be the one to beat Roman Reigns, finally. This guy is worse than Triple H. Jeez. <laughs> nah, don't say that. No, Triple no. H is a GOAT. He is, but he can be selfish at times. I mean, you got to admit, you got to admit, you got to admit a little bit. Um, either way, this is pretty much a stacked. It's almost like WrestleMania. Like this could be a WrestleMania. 
Like when you think about it, and you know they're going to bring out all the pyro and all the all the gets all oh, yeah. the glam and everything for the Saudi Arabian fans. So it's definitely the only thing that's kind of deterring for me. It's actually. It, it starts at 12 o'clock on Peacock or on WWE Network where available. So I'm probably going to watch it after work in the afternoon, but I'll definitely be checking yeah. to see the results because I think something big is going to happen for sure. So that's the Elimination Chamber uh, live this Saturday, February 19th at noon on Peacock or on WWE Network where available from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Jermaine, that is it for episode 99. That is it. This one... This chapter has been written and the book is about to be closed. And next week we're opening up the book again and starting off on a fresh page titled Episode 100 of Smark Down Boulevard. My friend, I cannot wait. And I hope that we make it there <clears throat> safely next week to the 100th episode. Because right. what are we going to be doing in order to make it to the 100th episode, my friend? Well... If we fall on all this ice that's developed <laughs> over the past couple hours, we got to tuck our chin in. See you tomorrow for the 100, my friend. See you, buddy. And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content to connect with us and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartdownBoulevard. That's at Smartdown. BLVD to keep the conversation going. This is Smartdown Boulevard!